0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of What High School Did You Go To? I'm Gabe Diverge,
1: And I'm Chris Atfield. Past two podcasts, I've talked about what I'm drinking, so I'll do it again, because (laughs) until I can come up with something witty to ask you. Actually, you know what? I do have something witty to ask you. But let me say what I want to say first, and then I want to ask you this question. Please, go ahead. Um, I'm drinking the Pink Elephant Beer. Have you ever had them? I've never had that. I've heard of it, but I've never had it. I, I thought I was the last person alive to discover it when I came here because it's widely <laughs> available here, but it's a really good beer. Um, it drinks very light, but it's also like 10% and I just fell in love with this bell de Um, I'm becoming a totally different person since, since being in Maine. It's really funny.
0: Um, <laughs> I love it. I love Maine Chris. I need, I wish, weird, I, I wish I could get up there.
1: <laughs> this is a weird question I'm going to ask you. Okay. And I, I'm going to try to figure out how to phrase it correctly. Um, but I've mentioned it to you before. Do you feel a little weird about like the way COVID has became like a cap? I, 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 I said it to you like capitalism COVID. Do you remember that conversation?
0: A little bit, but but go ahead and explain.
1: Where I was talking about how. In Louisville, locally, and they've t- they actually took the ad off the air. I don't know if it's because COVID's declined or or because they were like, this is kind of weird. But the selling point for a local fitness place was just like, we don't really know what the mass restrictions are going to be, so you should probably buy a treadmill and have it in your house so you can work out comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> is that odd to you? And it, we don't have to go any further than that, but it just it's a little weird to me.
0: No, I think it's odd to me. I I you know I know several people who took mass transit like excessively or like a lot of places who bought new like e-bikes or cars, like things like that because like they didn't want to be on, they didn't want to be in a crowded space with people. So I think there definitely was a level of like, here's something I can do by myself. Um, Definitely a lot of dudes bought smokers, feel like like a lot of things that's just like i'm gonna do this thing that i like love and by myself now uh i mean people bought pelotons out the freaking wazoo so like (laughs) that that was
1: (laughs) i've kind of been thinking about that just what new hobbies are gonna come out a result of of covid and maybe that's kind of where i'm going with this i i don't really know if it's anything beyond that but yeah you're you're uh note of people buying a lot of smokers this is definitely something I've picked up on. I wonder if there's any other businesses that are just going to, that have boomed or will continue to boom as a result of COVID outside of exercise equipment and smokers.
0: <laughs> it will be super interesting. Um, you know, we'll, 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 we'll definitely see, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I'm so interested in like what's going to happen. I went to a concert last night and it was just like, it didn't feel like half of you wore masks or like you were supposed to wear a mask. inside. It was at Parish Town Hall, which is a fantastic venue by the way, uh, for folks in Louisville who haven't been, um, it like acoustically is incredible. It's like the venue I've like always wanted in Louisville. I'm like more mad that I didn't get tickets to Jack Harlow now there. <laughs> because, yeah. Because Did you get tickets anywhere? I didn't get tickets anywhere. I didn't get tickets anywhere. Okay, I'm conclusion. keeping an eye on, I'm keeping an eye on, um, you know, or for anyone, you know, slide, slide those DMs, get the hook up, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> um, you know, just like everyone else in the city trying to get that, that hook up, um, you know, and, I was definitely thinking about the fact that it's like, you know, what's going to be different, you know, what's, because like, it felt like pretty much the same, except most of the people were wearing masks at, at least part of the time. I mean, or all the time, you know, I just had COVID. So I didn't wear a mask because I was just like, yeah, I'm not really going to get you sick. Um, so I don't know. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, like it's I- there's so many like little things. Like I, I feel like the, the QR codes aren't going, are going to go away. I don't think they should. They shouldn't go away. But like, I feel like I've been like thinking about QR codes in like a marketing fashion for, um, for forever. And um, now they actually matter. It's It's funny.
1: Yeah. It's almost like they didn't have a purpose until there was a, a pandemic. And now it's like, man, these are awesome. Right? Yes.
0: Yes. No question.
1: It's just weird for me with this stuff, because when everything started, I was traveling. I was drastically changing my life and, and doing something different, like working seasonal jobs. And I didn't experience COVID like 99% of the population. I was never locked down. I was it, it just like, I, I, I didn't do that. So now yeah. I think, I, I think some of these thoughts that people have probably already had a lot come back to me now at this point. So I don't know. I don't even really know where I was going with that, but it's just something that's been on my mind. <laughs>
0: is <laughs> a good point. is a good point. Um, uh, Chris, we have, you know, quite quite a lot going on in, in the world of Louisville sports. We are literally recording as the Louisville men's basketball team is trying to finish out um, this matchup against uh, uh, this uh, exhibition against West Georgia. There's six and a half minutes left and the cards are up 89 to 42. It uh, looks like they'll get to 100, Chris. I feel Like we, we could feel hopefully they'll get they to 100. Should. They should get to 100. Um, They look pretty damn good, but, um, you know, it's West Georgia and exhibition. um, So it is what it is. Um, And, uh, you know, the football team is the football team and uh, the fans, I think, are just in ruins. Um, So you said we're going to do a state of the fan base. Uh, you know, kind of chat and that's going to be the headline. We'll have, we have a few other things we want to talk about. but we'll, you know, that's, I think that's the headline and we're going to, um, you know, we're going to do that. We'll do a, we'll finish up our Louisville basketball preview before, um, the cards tip off against Southern on Tuesday. We'll, um, we'll definitely do that then, but, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's hit the intro and, uh, and talk about some fans. Coming to you from inside the Waterson Expressway. Greatness started in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the only podcast that misses cahoots. This is what high school did you go to? With your hosts, Chris Hatfield and Gabe Diverge. Louisville is the greatest. And we're back, Chris. Um, as I mentioned before the intro, Louisville. You know what? We're, we're going to talk about this this fo- this football team. Um, you know, that took another, a fourth quarter L, uh, <laughs> uh, against Boston college and, um, you know, which it is what it is. Uh, but, um, you know, I think it's left us in this weird place. You know, I, I've seen a ton of articles written about, you know, um, the fans not showing up, uh, not showing up when, um, you know, not, not showing up to, to the games. Uh, and now we've kind of reached this place where, um, you know, we've already had the, the, you know, the, the coaches, Scott Satterfield coming out and be like, hey, you know, fans, we need you all to come to games, come support the players, blah, 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 blah. And we've gotten to the point where the the media is now doing the PR dirty work of the of the uh, of the coaches in the front office, etc. Um, blaming recruiting, uh, you know, saying, oh, you know, the, this recruit is coming to Louisville this weekend. Um, they're coming out and they're saying, that they enjoyed the environment. So we need to make a good environment for them against Clemson this coming Saturday. Um, and it's, it's been quite, you know, I, we're, we're going to talk about it. I think you and I are both on the same page and we're mad as hell about it. You had a little bit of a, of a, a tweet storm, um, which we could talk about. Andy Sweeney had, I think a good tweet storm about it. And um, I agree with them both and Harley, because I think it's kind of bullshit, Chris, um, <laughs> to blame, the, tell this fan base how to, how to be fans after all the, the shit we've been through in the past few years. Um, so Chris, I, I, I don't, I don't want to step on it too much. What, what are your thoughts? What are your takes on this? Um, how mad does it make you? And it feels like everything in this football season has been predictable, except this. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> it, this is the new element that we have to talk about this game because Louisville getting to this point and maybe not losing the same way they lose, but getting to a point to where, Hey, we're going to be six and six. What the hell do we do with that? Felt pretty inevitable. Um, at least to you, definitely me a little bit less, but I think generally yeah. we were kind of on the same page. Yeah. Um, I had seven and five and you had five and seven and, uh, Us finishing the middle would be absolutely glorious um, because of you know our our expectations, but man, I fired the hell up over the last few days about just for me with that type of stuff is sometimes I don't quickly get over things like that. I set in it and I sieve, and this has been one of those things, Gabe. I mean, the very the very last thing that I need is someone. And we know who started the hotel. I'll say his name. I mean, you have to say it. Mark Blankenbaker tweeting out right. things about the NC State fan base and things like that. I, I don't need the guy who goes to the press box, who gets free meals, who gets free tickets, all of those things. I don't need him to be telling people what they should be doing with their Saturdays. I don't. Especially a fan base that has been through the things that have been through what mobile has been through in the last years. What you have asked this fan base to do, to show up, NCAA violations, show up, miss the tournament, show up, extortion, show up. And then you have coaches uh, that, that flirt with South Carolina and you welcome them back with open arms and you expect them to continuously show up. And that's all they've done. Right. And at some point you want to blame them for the, you know, there's not a lot of things that, that I thought could really elicit too much emotion from me at this point with the football season, because I'm kind of just done. But with this, Oh Goodness, dude. I mean, I was pretty
0: pissed off. I, I think rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think Mark, I, I don't have names in front of me, but I know he, there's been a few other folks, you know, talking And he's about not him. the he's not the yeah. only one. This is this is this has been consensus. of the past of the past, you know, since since the NC State game, and you know, you know, you you tweeted about it and and you know Andy's tweeted about it. I, I have his tweets here. Um I should have pulled them up. I don't know why I didn't. Um, no, but you're, you, you know, you're absolutely right. Okay. Here's it. Here's swing. I'm going to talk about this today, which I, I didn't get a chance to actually listen to this show. Uh, too busy with the games yesterday, but the PR machine is out there blaming or putting the onus on Louisville fans to save recruiting is pretty gross. Want more fans? Easy. Win games. They're acting like it's a fan's fault or job for this mess. Um, I don't know. Why is me the wrong way? i you know talk about it. Anyway, it's, it's, it's just this weird thing. And you, I've been, gosh, I've been as negative on Scott Satterfield um, this season. Uh, Like you said, this is a guy that he flirted with, with USC. Um, And I, why is it the fans? I I think that's the best point is why is it the fans job to bail him out? Why is it the fans job to, to bring, to, to have 45, 50,000 people show up to this game against Clemson, um, a game they could win a game they could win Clemson's not very good this year. I think they're figuring it out a game they should be expected to win. I, I, I think, Yeah. I, I think, you know, if they come out and win, I'm not going to be as incredibly surprised as is, is, I guess what I'm saying. Um, and here we'll go down this road of will they are one day or what does Scott Satterfield mean, et cetera, et cetera, all over again. But it's just, it, it's, it's frankly horseshit to me that, that the fans are expected to to bail them out when it's Scott Satterfield to bail, job to bail it out. It's his job to win recruiting battles. It's his job to um, to make the fans want to show up. He's got a dynamic offense. He he's he's got a defense that's been better since the bye. Win fucking football games. Win winnable football games. Boston College winnable football game. NC State had him on the ropes. Winnable football game. That's not on yeah, the fans. It don't don't come don't don't come out and be like oh you know. Um, blaming the fans, you know, stuff like they, even today, they're like a perfect attendance thing. Did you see that? It's like, don't yeah, do don't I mean, uh, like, come on. Don't, don't, like, don't, don't pit fans against each other. You guys are the ones who did. No make, you know, they made the, they made the, the football tickets for Lamar's game, $8, make them all $8 for the rest of the season. No one wants to come give, give people a free <laughs> hot dog or a soda. Don't put it on that's us. A, that Don't that's put the it. part <laughs> <Duke>. <laughs> y-
1: you hit on the part of that's frustrating me the most is pitting the fans against each other like there has been this dynamic in the fan yep. base mm-hmm. of you're with Satterfield or you're not. And the people that have decided that they're against Satterfield, no matter what he does, are going to refuse to come back to the pack. If he, you know, he won out, he goes, wins nine games, regardless of what happens, they're going to say the same thing. They said, and I might be one of those are, people, Chris, I might be one of those. And, the, people. and that's fine. Whatever. But the, <laughs> the, the people that are for Satterfield are going to say the same things. The team is young. The team isn't young. Uh, that I mean, they have one of the oldest quarterbacks in college football um, and they're going to say the same things like give them time. And regardless of what happens in front of them, these two groups of people are going to continue to say the same thing. So that's already happening. And then you have the athletic department and the people that are, you know, pushing the athletic department's message, furthering that gap between fans and nothing about that is good or healthy for the fan base and, and the the way local has been in the last few seasons, and the fans do not have any other angle to show their voice exactly than with attendance. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know what to tell you. There should not be. We should not be going behind uh, over our back to get people to show up to games for Scott Satterfield. Like the free ticket stuff is whatever. I mean, I it, I kind of catch myself in the middle. Because I look at this team and I look at a guy like Malik and I look at a guy like Marshawn Ford and I look at, you know, busting their asses last week against NC State. And I want there to be fans at the game. And I hated for them to go through that, that, you know, that whole thing. But at the same time, the attendance is the only place where fans can really demonstrate their displeasure. So, I mean, at at some point you just got to kind of accept that that's the reality. You, you, you want to fix it, win games. I hope the Syracuse game is well attended because I mean, my God, a regional sports network game at it's, it's at noon, right? Yeah. It's, it's an absolute <laughs> nightmare scenario. Absolutely. Like, they, they should, they should move the game to next year, like retire Lamar's Jersey next year or something. <laughs> I'm so frustrated about that. And I hope people show up to that game. And you know, if I was not here, um, that's a week, before I leave. If I was not here, I would be at that game for the sole purpose of supporting Lamar and, you know, believing that he deserves better. I
0: think they're going to get like, they're going to get like 35, 40,000 for that game. They'll break whatever, you know, it'll be the most attended game of the season. Yeah, but
1: I mean, back, back to the original point, I just, this is nasty. I mean, that's, that's all it is. We have a group of people that are sticking out their necks for Scott Satterfield. And I'm not really even sure why because they don't want to go through a rebuild again because they like the guy because he took them to Keeneland because he gives them access. Like, I don't know what it is.
0: I don't, I don't either. I don't don't know. I I don't know. It's not
1: not the product.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I know when the
1: whole stuff with Dino happening, how there were, there were a few people that kind of defended Dino. And I know why, because Dino would go to the media and tell them things that no other coach would. You know, Chris Max not very open with the media. He doesn't really let right. much loose. And and Dino right. was kind of that guy. You want you want to know something about the team? You go talk to Dino. So I got that dynamic. I understood it. We'll, we'll just cross a hundred points by the way. Saw that. Um, I got that dynamic, but here I you know I don't really even understand it of why so many people feel the need. I, I guess it's just kind of. One of those things where you, that, you know how it goes in the NFL. You you stand by the the logo, you stand by the store, you protect the brand.
0: That feels like what's happening here. Well, what brand are you protecting? I guess is like my question. So uh, you you obviously are not the person to answer it. But it's like, yeah, I mean, why are you why are you like, uh, well, and, and why does, and putting your chips to a coach that might be fired in six months? But not even that. But why is why is the brand then attacking other people who care about the brand? You know. No one, no one in this situation wants the worst possible thing for Louisville men's or for Louisville football, right? No one wants us to lose every game. No one wants us to, to, to not have a great environment. I, 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 you know, I, I haven't been here. I've been here basically since Louisville football was anything, right? You know, they opened the Yem in 98. I moved here in 96, like, or 97. It's, it, it, it. I want it to be great too. I want it to be awesome, but like to pit people against each other, like yeah, it's just it, that's that's the part. And we, we sh- you know, maybe we should have said at the top, like that's the part that just it kills. It doesn't kill me. It's just like it's so infuriating. It's so infuriating. Don't like you're yeah. like you're right. This is the one way that Louisville fans can voice their displeasure. I'm right there with you. I love Malik. I, I I love Malik Cunningham. I love Malik Cunningham. He's probably probably, you know, my third, my fourth favorite quarterback in Louisville in in my time as a Louisville football fan behind Teddy Lamar Brom. I I love him. I I love his, I love his game. Um, I think he's got a swag that, that, you know, that, that is closer to Lamar and, and, and just it's, he's exactly what I want Louisville football to be. He's that type of guy He's working hard, um, you know, he, he, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't get us the, you know, it sometimes he's, he's not up to the par um, or, or, you know, he's, we, he, he, there's not quite enough based on what's around him and, and the, the play decisions, but uh, he's, he's so much fun to watch. You can't say that. Um, so I want to be there and support him right there with you, but it's, it's, you know, and, and even, and it goes back to the, like, it's so funny because I, I see the glimpses. This, I, I'm not, i see like the glimpses of the the tyra like hate thing in all of this like the like you know we gotta you know vince is like trying to ruin everything we gotta show like he's making me, this experience let me, let me, terrible let
1: me let me stop you right there though please please do you, do you, do you think that some of the people that are detractors of Scott Satterfield are detractors of Vince Tyra hiring him or are actually, you know, fine with Tyra. What do you think that percentage is?
0: I think it's both. That like- I think it's both. Because I, th-
1: I know, I know with you, you're, you're basically fine with Tyra, but you're, you you do not like Satterfield, but you like Mac. I think most people are against Mac or against Satterfield yes. or against Tyra.
0: I, 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 converse, I think That's exactly I, what I was going to say. I, 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 think I, think I think I'm in the minority. I think I'm in the minority. Yeah. I think I'm in the minority. I completely, and, completely agree with that. So a situation like that, how do you fix that? It's just, and you win. <laughs> winning's the only thing, right? It's just when people are sick of everything, when everything makes them mad, the only thing is the zero, is the, the, the only thing that is the thing that adds numbers to the total. It's wins, it's dubs. It's just the only thing. Just, Which is like, I it's win. it's so complicated, it's so simple. <laughs> it's it's, it's
1: you know, maybe I need to spend time going back and reading some of the articles that were wrote during the, the beginning of the Patino era and the beginning of the Jurid mm-hmm. era. But I do wonder how different it is. And I, I'm going to sound like like an old dude here, but I, I wonder how much a contributor of social media and Twitter and Facebook is 100%. to the perceived split. 100%. like Because you knew back then, That there were, you know, there were Patino dudes and there were Denny dudes. But I wonder if the split was as pronounced because you didn't have, you know, the outlets for fans to demonstrate that. You had message boards. I was about about to say, I
0: almost wonder if the message boards in that time would be a more illustrative uh, medium. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's just curious because we're, we're basically, you know, in the, I guess for us kind of the second era of global athletics. Yeah. I mean, you uh, more or less, and it, you know, you're dealing with all these issues that I've never, I, I've never ever seen the fan base this splintered as it is now. And it sucks. It's I don't terrible. want to, I don't want to do Twitter spaces of, you know, going back and forth with fans about, oh, my God, they won. You're an idiot because you don't like this coach. Like, no, dude, I'm happy they won. Yeah. But, you know, this week I'd be lying to you if I, I said there wasn't at least a part of me that wouldn't mind seeing Louisville lose to Clemson. <laughs> That's honest. Yeah. And that, that, You know, sometimes that sucks, but, like, I, I know what the, what the story is going to be. If Louisville wins this weekend and Scott Satterfield gets a win against Clemson and no other local coach has done that, we're going to be back on the treadmill again, on, on the circus again of where we've been all year. And the last thing I want to do is hire this guy, rehire, fire, hire someone else. And then, Oh shit, maybe we can actually live with this guy. Like yeah. we've done that all season. It's exhausting.
0: Yeah. That's that's wild. I don't know.
1: <laughs> what um, do you, what do you, th- what do you think happens? You know, th- this next, these next three or four games, not necessarily on the field. You can talk about on the field, but just in general, what well, amongst
0: the fan base? This is the most positive thing I've ever, I've, I've, I've said about Louisville football this season. They're going to beat either Clemson or Kentucky. They're going to win. One way, of, they're going to win one of those games. It just, and, 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 I'm, and I'm probably wrong, but it just, it just feels like it, I mean, it sincerely does feel like given how they played that they're not that far away from being a decent football team. They're really oh, they're not. Definitely, they're, they're, they're definitely not. They're not that far. It just takes a few small things to put together. Um, You know, you, you, Louisville has lost seven of the last 13 games. They've outgamed their opponents. That's just that's so fucking wild to me. That's so fucking wild to me. That's that should be like it should be like three games, four games, you know. <laughs> hey, you know I, think they, I think they're gonna win one of those games. Hell, they might lose to either Syracuse or Duke along the way, which is absolutely if they if 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 Scott loses either of those games, it's just like just put him to bed. Just put him to bed to me. You know, I've already been on, that Ella. way. Go ahead. I
1: was I was on LSO today, and they asked me what I thought the percentage chances of them winning six games was, and I said it was fifty five percent. Like I, I, I think they could go five and seven. I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Syracuse how, how many the game wins they, they have right said,
0: now? How many ones they have right now?
1: They, they have four. So, so you're, you're already you're already kind of banking the Duke game, and I think everyone should. Duke's really bad. Duke's really bad. Things are really um, Syracuse, I think, could have turned into a coin flip game, and I don't think they'd be close. So, you know, um, what, what's funny to me, someone said this, this to me on Twitter, and I got to thinking about it. The most united the fan base may be is coming in the next few weeks when everyone's like, God damn, free Chris Mack. Yeah. Like, I, that seems to be, even the people that are kind of against Mack, you know you have a few people here and there that are like he should be fired but i want to say like 85 90% of the fan base thinks the the suspension's kind of bullshit and that's that's like the strongest unanimous decision yeah. i think we've had for a long yeah. time about something it's
0: funny you're absolutely right you're absolutely right it's uh it's definitely going to be um it, it's it's definitely going to be fascinating to see um the response you're going to hear it in the stands um, I, I think Louisville fans are going to be hyped to get back into the place. I mean, it's not going to be packed in the early game, but yeah, there's not been, yeah, it, there's not been a huge, you know, group of fans. I, I don't know. It, I'm getting the feeling talking to Louisville fans that just excited for the season. I really think Chris Mack and, and bringing in new offense, that's like, that's just what fans wanted to hear. It's like, it may be, they're not going to pack it, you know, 35 K in those first, but I think those first few games, the, the lower bowl will be full enough. There'll be a decent amount of, um, uh, of, uh, you know, for the, for the Mike Pegues era, people showing up, you know, and they're going <laughs> to chant no even if there's 15,000 people there, they're going to chant free Chris Mack. They're going to chant yeah. it audibly loud. And you're right. It's, it's going to be a moment. It's going to be a, I, if you're the administration at university of louisville you're gonna look real you're gonna look real dumb on national television um whenever these 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 deals happen and when he shows up for that sixth game which is going to be a nationally centralized game i think there's i think there's going to be a real assuming they win you know what four or five of those first games we're assuming you know six yeah would be ideal
1: are. but um I still kind of hold on to the belief that I think they could lose to Mississippi State. That wouldn't shock me. I think Mississippi State's pretty good. Um, and, you know, they get him back heading to Michigan State, which at the time, I will tell you that Michigan State's great. But right now, I'm telling you that I don't think Michigan State's that good. So I think right. that's a game that Louisville, Louisville has a good <laughs> opportunity to win. Um, Michigan State plays Kansas, you know, Champions Classic. Kansas is without some but significant. I can't remember who it is, but I still think Kansas wins that game. Um, and you know, they get, they get Mac back. That's his first game back, you know? Uh, yeah. It's at, I forgot.
0: It's at, it's at Michigan state. Yeah. So it won't be. And, and then you, you get DePaul back after, right? It's a DePaul day, man. They're going to, people would be high. People gonna be high. I, and they play at NC state December the 4th for just a random reason. I, it's kind of a weird schedule. Yeah. Navy. I feel like, uh, an eight o'clock on a Monday game. That might be, that yeah, might be. I, honestly, the out of conference schedule leaves a little more to be. Oh yeah. Sure, but no question. No question at all. That that well, it is. I don't disagree. I don't disagree in the slightest. Excuse me. We'll definitely, we'll definitely see, man. We'll, 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 we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, you know, but that will, I will be very excited to be with Louisville basketball fans. Um, Doing that. That that's and an enchanting free Chris Mac, which I will be joining along with. <laughs> so um state of the fan base, can you give me three words to sum it up? Or the state, state of the or... fan base is uh is weak and desperate and needs <laughs> needs a big W. There we go. And it sucks um, because it doesn't need to be in football. <laughs> it I really think we're looking at a Joker. I really think we're looking at a Joker Phillips situation, where he, oh shit, I really wow, do. Man? I really think we're looking at a Joker Phillips situation where he's going to win one of these two big games. They're still going to go five and seven or six and six, and he's going to stay for another year off of that win. Next, like it next may be your
1: is interesting the, because here's they play like. They play Pittsburgh next year. They play UCF
0: again next year. They have an interesting schedule next year, but go ahead. If they beat Clemson, fans are going to storm the field.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Here's another like ridiculous. I didn't
1: think that's where where you were going
0: to go. but Here's uh, another ridiculous statement. Fans are going to storm the field if they beat Clemson. (laughs) All right. Well. Because it's just like we've been waiting for for it. We've been waiting for that. It's like five years too late. You know <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: not gonna be Clemson. I really don't think they are I think Clemson's getting like, it
0: together, but i'm just I'm just not sure man. I'm just not sure. I
1: don't right. even think Clemson's good, but I have a hard time believing like they couldn't score on that defense last year or last game that was pretty injured And Clemson's defense like three or four times better than NC states. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Um, but staying the fan base for me. It's fractured
0: fractured. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the best, the best way. Fracture is say. a good word. Good word there. Um, all right, Chris changing complete gears. I'm throwing something at you. We're going to talk about, uh, talk, you know, a little more local based stuff. Um, but I wanted to throw something at you cause I was, I, I've been preparing Chris. I'm going to Cincinnati next weekend. For uh the United States men's national team to play Mexico. So I want to ask you this question. What is this? Probably is like a good cold open question, but I didn't I, I didn't come up with it until like 20 minutes ago. What is a good or what is a non-basketball or football sporting event that you think Louisville would do a great job at hosting, a large event? There you
1: go. Rephrase, re- rephrase the question one more time to me. Don't rephrase it; just
0: repeat it. You no, know, just like you know, what would be a good non-basketball or football, like large sporting event that do you that Louisville could host? What would be good at hosting? They're hosting the NWSL championship uh, this month, which will be cool. Um, I'm going, of course. Um, but what would be what, what's like an event that they'd be good at hosting that would like really? This is a hilarious answer because it would never, ever, ever happen.
1: <laughs> but the first thing that came to my mind: MLB All Star Game. Ooh, having that in Lola Slugger Field and the history of the town with the baseball stuff, and there's a lot of big baseball fans in the city. Never could really function to have an MLB team, or, or really right. could. Right, I don't think they could sustain that. Right, but a home run derby, an MLB
0: All Star Weekend, I think that would do phenomenal on Louisville. That'd be really fun. That'd be super fun. I was gonna actually say I was gonna suggest the College World Series. There at, you go. So we were all in kind at of the Slugger same line Field then. at Slugger Field. I think that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, that's a good answer. I like. I like. I like both of those.
0: Man, like, I don't um, know. I don't know what like Louisville Slugger Field is like. Pitcher's Park. The hitters Park. I don't. I don't quite know all the all those details, but I, I would love. I completely agree. They did that like that All Star Series, like the it was like Bluegrass All Stars versus whoever, whoever. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't go to any of the games. I think Chipper Jones played though, which was kind of cool. Um, go, you know, shout out to the Braves, World Series champions. Um, I mean, if I could, if I could, like turn a magic
1: wand, I would say you renovate Louisville Gardens. And you get like a massive boxing match up there. It always comes back to Louisville guards. Being, no, a doesn't boxing it occur, match, doesn't it? it
0: a, b- a boxing match at the Yump Center would be really interesting. Like a big boxing match. Yeah. Wrestle, Something like li- that. WrestleMania at Cardinal Stadium. Why not? Because,
1: because the thing is you have, <laughs> you have those two
0: basically legacies
1: of the city of Louisville that are kind of dead, right? You have, the, the history of boxing, which there are a lot more people qualified to talk about the history of boxing in Louisville than me or you, but you kind of have that that has really largely been untapped. And then you have the whole baseball thing with, with Louisville Slugger that has largely remained pretty untapped. You have the bats, but, you know, that's it. Yeah. So both, both of those things, it feels like you could do something more with those for sure.
0: I completely agree. This is These were these were good suggestions I threw at you. Um, <laughs> there, that is a good suggestion from this question I threw at you. Uh, well, Chris, I think that's about all that we've got for this week. Uh, we'll, as I mentioned, we're going to do a podcast early next week to talk, you know, close up our preview for Louisville basketball. Um, and I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about uh, to totally reframe the Scott Satterfield conversation after whatever happens against Clemson. <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. thanks, Chris, as always. Um, and thanks, everyone, for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Well, guys, I think that's about all we have this week. We will be coming to you before the regular season tip off with the final piece of our UFO basketball preview. Thanks as always, Chris. Thanks everyone for listening. And go cards.